Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, me. Yes, you. I want to talk today about what makes life hard. (laughs) There's that saying or that bumper sticker that says, life is hard and then you die. And uh, quite often when I'm working with a client or even people that I know or even my grandson, it's like, um, hey, let's do this. And it's like, no, that's too hard. And um, that statement, that's too hard, stops most of us in our tracks from actually having a thriving, beautiful, wonderful, rich life, you know, from now to the end, regardless of how old we are. And, um, and so I want to talk about that. Um, a friend of mine yesterday said, um, this was actually part of the retreat, the loving yourself into creation. She said, the intention to thrive has to be greater than the fear of hardship, the fear of suffering, the fear of of um, having things be different. That the intention for, for greatness, and not greatness like fame and fortune, but having a great life, your intention has to be greater than anything else. And, um, you know, even I would say, yeah, and that's hard work. And there's a context that we have around life that, first of all, life shouldn't be hard. And second of all, that um, it should be easy. Like, I should know how to do life so that it's easy. Um, And the fact of the matter is, I don't know anyone that knows how to do life in a way that's easy for them. And that means that they don't have any problems, that (laughs) everything in their life goes well all the time in every context of their life, whether it's relationships and money and health and all of those things, you know, it's all going well. There isn't a person on the planet, most likely, that is doing that because, you know, the idea is, I'm saying you know, but, you know, we're here to learn, you know, just like when we're in first grade or second grade or fifth grade or whatever grade we're in, we're in these classes and these courses so that we can learn and we are, we're challenged to grow. And and so if you don't want to grow, then any opportunity, any ch- any circumstance that comes in that pushes you to grow, you're going to resist it. I do the same thing. There's a lot, a lot of opportunities in my life to grow and change, um, but I didn't want to. I wanted the life that I wanted. And that meant I did a lot of resisting. And that resistance actually created hardship in my life because I was kept pushing against circumstances and interpretations and realities that were actually not working for me. They were hurtful and abusive to me. And that means I was being abusive to myself as well as allowing abuse and neglect or ignorance. That's not good. So the idea is that if we, um, that we're in these classes, we're in these courses, we're in this school of humanity, we're, he- we're here to grow. And as much as, as long as we resist, and that creates a hardship, then we're meeting the resistance of our own resistance. And, and again, coming back to the part that my, my friends uh, saying that the intention to thrive, the intention to have a great life has to be greater than that resistance. I, you know, I just thought that was so brilliant. Um, 92%, I would say, maybe 98% of the time that we spend on this earth 
is basically spent in a state of, of attempting to be invulnerable to risk and to hurt and especially heartache. We don't want to be hurt. We don't want betrayal and abandonment. We just don't want that. And so we spend so much of our energy attempting to be invulnerable. And at the same time, we want people to be in our lives in a way that allows for authenticity. We want other people to be authentic with us, that we want other people to be honest and truthful with us um, and not tell lies or not break promises. But we ourselves continue to do that because we're attempting to be invulnerable. And um, it only works for so long and then um, something, in a sense, happens. And that something is a circumstance, whether um, we lose our job or our health uh, changes or some, something shows up in a way that, that challenges us. Now, we can grow ourselves intentionally. I wrote a, I'm writing a book, I haven't finished it yet, called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge, which means we choose to engage with ourselves. We, in, we choose to immerse ourselves in the knowing of who we are in our being every day or, you know, how often we can remember to do that. But that choosing to be present to ourselves consciously in a place that feels vulnerable, that's the spiritual emergence, immersion part where we can touch into and tap into who's the true person in us beyond the desire to be invulnerable. So again, we're attempting to be invulnerable at the same time we really want to be authentic with people. Um, I remember a client the other day said, um, we were talking about that he doesn't feel at home in the community where he lives. And we talked about, he said, you know, there was one person in my life. And when I looked into her eyes, I said, I'm home. And what she was reflecting to him was his own, own place of homeness. But he's rarely in, in that state of being because he's constantly attempting to be invulnerable. He's constantly managing and strategizing and uh, being what other people want him to be so that he misses the opportunity to really truly know and live into that space of homeness more and more often. So he's in a dilemma because he wants that homeness, that authenticness, the authenticity and the truth of his own being. He wants to help other people come to that same place. And yet he's so still used to the invulnerability, the practice of invulnerability. And that, that choice to shift that from that invulnerability to authenticity, it feels vulnerable. It feels raw and exposed and scary. And people will say, well, that's, <laughs> that's hard. It's like, yeah, it is. And so is any other practice worth doing. If you're, you know, some of you may have been be practicing wanting to be, you know, play the guitar or um, paint or, or, or increase your abilities to be an athlete uh, or, you know, develop a sport, you know, yourself in a sport like, like golf. And um, any one of those activities uh, or academic, or learning a new language, each of those things takes um, the consistency of training yourself, being present to the moment, being present to each um, step of the way. And it isn't difficult, it isn't hard if you're present to the level to which you are right now, learning to play or, or do what you're doing. And um, that's just a matter of that. You know, when we're in first grade, 
it's hard being in first grade because we're learning stuff that we've never learned before. And we think, you know, the, the, the older we get, we think we should know how to do something. And we don't. Um, one of the things that came up, and I might have mentioned this in the last podcast, is we don't know how to be. We really don't. We don't know how to grow old. We don't know how to age well. And I can, you know, share, you know, this inner guru-ness and I can talk about it, but I won't know myself what it's like to be 70, 70 even, until I get there and I'm experiencing it. So the intention of this podcast is to say, notice perhaps and be curious about where you tell yourself it, what whatever it is, is, is hard. You know, let's say, you know, giving up a, a substance, giving up f- focus and attention on food, or giving up anything that takes you away from your authentic self. Just notice the number of times that you say, it's hard. It, it, it is hard. It is hard. But that doesn't mean it's not something that you want to attain. And you're willing to go through the hardness, hardship of whatever it is that you're willing to do. I, uh, I love painting. Um, and um, a lot of people say, gosh, you're really good at it. But there's so much that I want to learn. And, and it's vulnerable. I feel op- you know, ex- raw in, in expressing myself through this, this media of, of, of paint. So it's, it's there for all of us to be present to ourselves and meet ourselves and say, I really want this enough. I'm, I really want this enough that I'm willing to go through what's hard to make it happen. So just be curious maybe about that if you want to be. Well, that's it for today. Uh, if you're interested in um, books, I have um, I have 13 books, I think now. Uh, and you can find those at, at the paradigmshifts.com, my website. You'll find blogs there too and videos. Um, I also uh, created a Facebook page, Aging Like a Guru, and you're welcome to go there, join it. And if you have things to say about aging, if you have questions or um, things you'd like me to talk about, let me know. And if you'd like me to interview you on the show, talk about what it's like for you to age, um, email me at rosie at the paradigmshifts.com or leave a message on Facebook for me. All right. Big hugs to you all. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.